listening to the Mind Manual Podcast, Episode 15, Unproductive Thought Patterns. Today, I want to take a look behind the thought patterns that consume so much of our time and energy, only to leave us feeling exhausted and stressed out. It's a loop we get stuck in that's not only unproductive, but depletes us in such a way that we end up wanting to quit on some level because we know it's simply not sustainable for us to continue on that way. If you can relate to this, then you're most likely doing one of three things that I've identified that causes us to get stuck in these unproductive thought patterns. The first is when we develop the habit of filtering life through a contracting mindset, which is grounded in fear. The primal part of our brain, which is mainly concerned with keeping us safe and alive, is constantly scanning our world and assessing for any dangers or threats that might put our survival into question. Most of this occurs in regards to future events and what might happen or where something may lead to down the track. This part of our brain is always trying to predict and catastrophize unfamiliar territory into the worst-case scenario so that it can prepare us to plan for the impending doom. So it will often try and present these ideas to us in a way that has us subconsciously thinking that we're going to die. And if this was our only point of reference that we had to rely on, then we'd most likely just return to the cave where it's safe and familiar. So we get ourselves into trouble when we just hang out with this primal part of our brain and focus on all the survival alerts and alarms for too long without engaging the higher prefrontal cortex thinking part of our brain where we get to develop a counter-argument to balance things out. We miss the opportunity of allowing ourselves to explore all the possibilities that could exist. And so we spend little to no time at all in basking in the abundance of an expanding mindset. So we start to see with tunnel vision only one possibility, which is the one that our primal brain has thrown at us. And it feels life-threatening almost. It has us locked into fear, feeling stuck with nowhere else to go. I used to call it the deep, dark hole that gets very difficult to climb out the further you crawl down there. So it's really important to give equal airtime to both parts of our brain. Go through the worst case scenario and decide what you will do with that. But then also go through all the possibilities that could exist and start to live into that for at least an equal amount of time that you spend spinning in stress and fear. I like to describe fear as an acronym which stands for future events appearing real. We go through the day spinning in the thoughts that induce the feelings as if these things are actually happening to us, which becomes all too exhausting and consuming. And soon enough, you live with the background hum of an anxious state. 
unless we start to open up to the other side of life, the other possibilities that an expanding mindset could conceive and give equal airtime to those, we are forever going to be spinning in the stress and the loop of this unproductive thought pattern. I like to refer to this pattern as being future-focused and gripped in a fear model where we can only see it through a contracting mindset. So let's look at the example of when we drive a car. The contracting mindset will get stuck on the fact that there is only a thin strip of paint that is separating oncoming cars from a collision with a closing speed of up to 200 kilometres an hour head on. Now, that is a very real and close threat, but we don't go and spend all of our time focusing on that one possibility. It would stress us out and we wouldn't want to go driving anymore. Luckily, we've built up enough instances to know the other possibility that also exists. And we've learned to make that more of a background awareness than a front of mind focus, where it's not the only possibilities we see or thing that we focus on. We need to do the same with any other situation and realise that if we just focus on what could go wrong and make that our reality, we're not going to want to come out of the cave. And if we did, we'd just spin in the stress of it all, which just keeps us stuck in this unproductive loop that takes us nowhere. The second type of pattern is a present moment focus that is gripped in the resistance to what is. And we rail against it in thinking this shouldn't be happening. It's unfair. I can't stand it anymore. Whatever we resist persists. So whenever we're applying an opposing force to something that we don't want to experience through resistance, it doesn't allow us to release the underlying emotion that we're trying to avoid. So we hold it there inside of us, unprocessed and trapped, which just adds a whole other layer of suffering on top of that emotion. While ever we're thinking that things should be different to the way that they are, we reject what is and push against it and judge it all as bad. Our resistance comes from thinking things should be different than they are. And when we think that, it causes us to experience another layer of negative emotions on top of the original. When you learn how to process the original emotion without resistance, you not only remove that additional layer of suffering that we add to it when we rail against and reject what is, you become open to observing and staying present with it in a state of allowance and acceptance of what is long enough to allow to pass through and release the original emotion from your current experience. It doesn't get blocked from an opposing resisting force. And since emotions are just energy in motion, it will simply pass through if we don't hold on to it. In our programs, we teach you how to cleanly process negative emotions in such a way that has you releasing them so much quicker and easier than you ever thought possible. The way we usually deal with our uncomfortable emotions is by avoiding 
and distracting ourselves from them. We do this by going after an immediate pleasure hit in the moment in the form of food, alcohol, social media, shopping, gambling, working, Netflixing, you name it, anything that can take us away from having to sit and process our emotions. An example from someone I've recently coached is the current situation of the freight and logistic crisis that the world is continuing to experience from all the COVID fallout. This person is being bombarded with emails from very disgruntled and stressed out clients complaining of all the detention charges from the shipping companies and the delays for holding their shipping containers due to this standstill from not being able to get staff to move the containers and unpack them. In addition, there's all the mounting fuel surcharges and other costs that the customer is having to wear, which is making their business unviable. And so there's a whole escalation of fear and panic and aggression that is coming from this situation or circumstance. So we have the original layer of emotion this person is experiencing being made up of predominantly frustration, fear and anger. And I could show you the models of the thoughts that are producing these feelings. Plus, then there's the added layer of resistance to what is in railing against the current state of freight and logistics around the world. So that's the circumstance that's beyond our control, as most circumstances are. But when I was able to show him how to reframe and rework these situations into a different mindset so that he could generate the emotion that he did want to have, which would then have him showing up in a very different way, it helped solve for the first layer of negative emotion after he was able to find a way to peace while the world sorts itself out eventually and the channels of distribution are open again. He had been spinning in the stress of reacting and thinking in the same way to every email. And so he was being fueled by frustration, fear and anger with the added upset and suffering caused from resisting and railing against what is. And so after two years of this, his mental, emotional and physical health had deteriorated to the point where it simply wasn't sustainable any longer. He was exhausted and burned out on every level. Now, I've been working with him now to reframe this whole situation to restore his energy by responding from a place of compassion and understanding so that he can regain his vision and motivation for success in the future so that he'll be in a strong position to bring the business back again when the path has been cleared and the whole system has regained some sense of normalcy. So we're looking at shifting him from survival mode to a neutral maintenance position while the world sorts itself out which also involves removing the additional layer of resistance to what is so that he can restore his vitality and strength for when it's time to rebuild his business back up after they're no longer shackled by all the delays and detention charges. The third type of unproductive pattern is one that is focused in the past and is usually dominated by feelings of shame, regret and loss. In this model, we live according to what has been and we can't open up to what could be. So we end up missing out on the here and now. 
and we don't plan for what it is that we do want in the future. This is because we're too busy judging, rejecting and lamenting what has been. And so we get caught up in another unproductive thought pattern that keeps us stuck in the past with all the trauma and we end up missing out on our life. We're here to experience the full spectrum that life has to offer. The very nature of life is 50-50. We have the hard and the easy, the good and the bad, the ups and the downs. It's the context we need to know one from the other. And I'm pretty sure life wasn't meant to just track down a one-way lane named Easy Street. The way we know this is that it never has been for anyone. If we were to come into acceptance of this and just know that the situation or circumstance that you find yourself resisting is all part of the human experience and make peace with that, we can drop the layer of suffering we cause ourselves when we continue to rail against and resist the other lanes that we find ourselves in. All three of these thought patterns that are grounded in limitation, resistance and rejection from a contracting mindset that has been dominated by the instinctual primitive part of our brain that is grounded in fear, which is also the very mechanism which keeps us safe and alive. It's just doing its job and we need to see through that for what it is and not use this as our only source of reference. So the antidote in being able to break through these unproductive thought patterns is in one, learning how to approach life and circumstances with an expanding mindset, looking at the other side of what possibilities could also exist for the same situation or circumstance, giving equal airtime to those and just letting yourself bask in the bath of abundance. Two, allowing all of it to be there, where you are right now, removing that layer of resistance which creates most of our suffering and acknowledging that it's all part of the human experience and the context we need in this life. The rules of this game are that we need it all to know the hard from the easy, the good and the bad, the ups and the downs. We can never have one without the other. So why not embrace all of it, the good and the bad, and just look for the opportunities of growth and involvement in overcoming our limitations and setbacks and developing beyond them. And three, accept what was, what is, and what could be from a place of love and compassion and seek to understand it for all that it is, all that it was from both sides. Look at it from the other person's perspective and understand how they might be processing it all with all the limiting beliefs and filters that they have from their own conditioned lives. And then consciously decide on this new thought or story from the expanding mindset that you could wrap around that same situation to create a new feeling that you do want to experience from here on and drop all the others. If they no longer serve you, deliberately and consciously instruct your mind to let them go. They are no longer permitted. 
Try and shift into mindfulness of this new process in the moment or whenever you're feeling something that you don't want that comes up for you. Borrow from the future and live into whatever it is that you do want from your life going forward with all the thoughts and the feelings that you would already have living in that reality. This is you living more consciously and deliberately choosing how you want to process anything in a way that supports and serves you. No one can deny you this or take it away from you. All of it is within your control and available to you now. You just have to choose. So choose wisely. Thanks for listening and start creating. You guys have a beautiful day.